Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Today's topic, Pilgrim's Progress. In a few places, the Bible describes the Christian life as a pilgrimage and believers as pilgrims. As the Bible uses the term, it carries the meaning of a sojourner in a strange place. The whole concept dates back to Abraham's day. He was called of God while living in the ancient city of Ur to leave and go to a place God would show him. So Abram left his city, his people, and the old idols. Leaving the old land and the old ways, he set out. The author of Hebrews relates, By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land, living like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. Hebrews 11, verses 89. He was to seek the place God would show him. And Hebrews tells us, for he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. So Abram left his ancestral homeland and journeyed in a strange place as a temporary resident on his way to a better place that would be his permanent home. Sometimes the word pilgrim translated from the Greek is rendered alien or stranger, but wayfarer may be the closest idea. The term is used in the New Testament to describe the Old Testament saints, especially the examples of faith. Hebrews 11.13 reads, These all died in faith, not having received the promise, but having seen them and embraced them from afar, and having confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Having seen them carries the idea of being convinced of them. They were looking for a better country, not the one they left behind, but a permanent heavenly homeland. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Peter describes Christians as pilgrims in this world. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ to God's elect, exiles scattered throughout the provinces, chosen ones who are living as foreigners, 1 Peter 1 and 1 Peter 2, 1. Behold, beloved, I beg you as foreigners and pilgrims to abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. We must abstain from sinful desires which wage war against our souls. The Bible calls Christians pilgrims because they become sojourners or wayfarers in this present world. This came about by the operation of the Holy Spirit in their new birth or birth from above. Because of this, they have a heavenly origin, and they are on a journey through this life to heaven, their own country, where their Father awaits them. This pilgrim metaphor of the Christian life greatly intrigued John Bunyan. So in 1678, he published an allegory based on this portrait of the Christian experience. His book soon became a classic. Bunyan largely wrote about his own spiritual life as a Christian. In the book, he personifies human nature and such characters as Mr. Pliable, Obstinate, Help, and Mr. Worldly Wise Man. He also personifies human experiences that can cause problems in coming to Christ or in the Christian walk. Thus, we meet Mr. Formalist, Mr. Presumption, hypocrisy, shame, and giant despair. But not all are evil. Some characters are positive virtues or experiences, such as prudence, knowledge, experience, 
and sincerity. Bunyan's book continues to sell after 400 plus years because he strikes so close to home. In each of our lives, these characters have their counterparts. In the first section of this book, John Bunyan portrays an awakened or a convicted sinner seeking to be relieved of a great burden on his back and to escape the city of destruction and go to the city of eternal life. Evangelist meets him and gives him the book and directs him to the wicked gate, a small, narrow door. Jesus said, I am the way. Going through the door, Pilgrim is on his Christian walk, but his feelings of guilt are still on him. Satan, or Apollyon, attempts to keep him from finding his way and engages him in a fierce battle. However, God gives him the necessary instructions in the house of the interpreter. By his grace, God ensures the pilgrim reaches the cross and sees his burden roll off his back and disappear into the empty tomb. With this experience, he understands the great work of the Savior and receives confirmation and a heartfelt assurance of forgiveness. He writes, Now I saw in my dream that the highway at which Christian was to go was fenced on either side with a wall, and that wall was called salvation. Up this way, however, did burdened Christian run, but not without great difficulty because of the load on his back. He ran thus till he came at a place somewhat ascending, and upon that place stood a cross, and a little below in the bottom a sepulcher. So I saw in my dream that just as Christian came up to the cross, his burden loosed from off his shoulders and fell from off his back and began to tumble and so continued to do till it came to the mouth of the sepulcher where it fell in and I saw it no more. Christian's salvation in Pilgrim's Progress parallels Bunyan's own experience as he described it in his spiritual autobiography, Grace Abounding to the Chief of Sinners. There he informs us that for many months after his conversion, he was tormented by deeply unsettling questions about his salvation. But all of these questions were put to rest when he came to understand Christ's work on the cross. Bunyan describes his own relief at the foot of the cross and grace abounding to the chief of sinners. I quote, I remember that one day as I was traveling into the country and musing on the wickedness and blasphemy of my heart, And considering the enmity that was in me to God, that scripture came in my mind, he hath made peace through the blood of his cross, Colossians 1.20, by which I was made to see both again and again that day that God and my soul were friends by this blood. Yes, I saw that the justice of God and the sinful soul could embrace and kiss each other through this blood. This was a good day to me. I hope I shall not forget it. From now on in the story, Pilgrim's Progress, the experiences and the people that Christian and his companions encounter are personifications of the difficulties we meet in our Christian walk through this sinful world. One vivid example of this is Christian and Hopeful's walk into the bypath meadow which landed them in Doubting Castle. Here, giant despair tortured them for days, so often choosing our own way rather than walking God's appointed way leads us into spiritual difficulty. Christian remained in this state of bondage until he remembers and he grasped the key of God's promises. Using this key, all the doors opened and they walked free. So not only are we introduced to experiences, 
but also the resources that God has given us so that we can obtain victory and reach our destination. Above all, Bunyan's allegory is a story of the persevering grace of God that gives the Christian much-needed assurance and ensures he will experience the consummation of eternal salvation. Although Satan tempts, and at times Christians grow astray, God brings him back into the way. At the end, Bunyan enters joyfully into the eternal city. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. Until next time, the blessings of Almighty God be with you.